So to start off this bonus episode, I don't have an intro story for you, but I've just been reminded by <laughs> Anthony that this is a segment that we do. It's time for our NFT segment. Never fucking trust it. Yep, that's the the segment. It's a great acronym. <laughs> Skill ups is definitely not a lot better. Oh, it's been a while since we've had to do one of these, and I, I totally missed this when it happened back in May, but it should definitely be talked about because, holy shit, Ubisoft is doing NFTs still, apparently. Mm. <laughs> uh, this comes out of The Gamer and was written by Tessa Core. I'm so sick of hearing about NFTs and crypto nonsense in gaming, and yet it keeps persisting. Yeah, right with you, uh, Tessa. Companies like Square Enix and Ubisoft have continued pushing for blockchain-infused bullshit despite pushback from fans. There is no discernible reason for them to be doing this, and yet they keep going. Most recently, Ubisoft has announced a series of limited-edition Assassin's Creed Smart collectibles, that was inverted mm. commas, that have digital souls. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh. The Twitter account for this for this smart collectible seems to be collecting many excited replies from crypto accounts, mm. but the hidden replies reveal the swaths of fans vocally upset yeah. about Ubisoft's newest <laughs> NFT venture. The website's fact says that these collectibles are different from NFTs because they have physical and digital components, and that the physical component is tied to the same blockchain address as the digital soul through authentic vision and NFC tags. Ugh. I've no idea. Both those words were capitalized, authentic vision, so it must mean mean something. The way it works is that you buy pieces of Eden Pass, customize your digital soul traits, which are just an outfit, weapon, and pose, and they ship you a 3D printed figurine. Huh. Through the companion app, you can awaken your smart collectible, complete achievements, level up, and follow recipes to make more smart collectibles. The higher your rarity tier, the more traits you have access to, and it looks like you have to pay more for a higher tier. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, my God. Anthony, Ubisoft getting back into NFTs. Are you saying yes, please, to these NFTs? Um, I'm saying the fuck no. Uh, <laughs> taking a play on the t- uh, the NFT, haha. Um, backwards. Uh, this is so strange. They bring up. Uh, this is just something personally, and if Lockie were here, I'm sure he'd maybe bring it up. Is the whole thing of like, oh, but it's got a physical component. It's like. Yeah, a bunch of NFTs had physical components. It was still fucking stupid. It, and it, I think that there is something, I guess, kind of neat of like, hey, you get your own personalized Assassin's Creed figure because it is a 3D printed item. That I think that's kind of neat. But but why <laughs> throw in the NFT aspect? Why throw in the do missions to get more NFTs? Do recipes, I think you said at one point. Yeah, what? it's super complicated. What the fuck? When it, whenever they introduce, like, oh, you have to, like, play to earn more NFT stuff, mm. thank you, then, then yeah, I, I instantly Ugh. start getting worried. I, I do not play video games to earn. I play them to... 
play them yeah. and have fun. No, I'm not here to play Assassin's Creed so that I can uh, I can mine 15 trillion Ezio bucks for them to be worth zero point <laughs> negative 20 billion dollars in five months. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not here to do that. <laughs> Hello and welcome to News to Reviews, your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out each and every week, but not this week. Oh no, we got a bonus episode coming at you, because, well, at not, not right now, but this weekend, we're recording this on the Wednesday night, this weekend I will be going to Andrew's wedding. I'm very excited about but it. I'm all ma- <laughs> but I'm already married, Zach. <laughs> We've been over this, Anthony. You're Anthony, not Andrew. Oh, now I get it. Now that you explain okay. it to me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, speaking of someone who's la- the last part of their first name can also be a first name, mm. which is Drew, <laughs> we have Tony. <laughs> From what do you think about this? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Anthony, for being here. That's all right. Um, I'm pretty sure I would have forced you to do this if you didn't ask me to, I'll be honest. I would have been like, Zach, when are we going to do the episode about the thing? It's, it's We've been hyping it up for like a year. It's been a running joke. We have to, we have to fulfill the bit. We have to do oh, the bit. No. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm super stoked that not only... Do, do we get to talk about it? We get to give it its very own episode. And I, 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 we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah. here. Before we start talking about that, Anthony, where can people find what you put on the internet? So you can find my podcast, What Do You Think About This, um, on any podcast network. So your Spotify's, your Apple's, everything, I think. Um, if you're looking to contact us, we're on Twitter at WDYTATPod. Uh, you can contact us if you want to talk to us about stuff, you want Jaden or I to appear in an episode, whatever. We're over there. You can find us. You can talk to us. And you can also find, usually, I uh, I retweet or I like the tweets of uh, episodes I've appeared on on other people's podcasts, mainly Zach's. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> you can find everything on that. We <laughs> Yes, and if you like what do you think about this or if you like any podcast that you listen to, on the regular, and you want to help them out a little bit, the best way you can do that for free is to leave them a rating or review wherever you happen to be listening to the podcast. It takes no time at all, costs you nothing, and it really does help us get our podcast into the ears of more peeps. You know, sometimes it can feel like thankless work doing a podcast. We're just screaming out into the void, Mm. (laughs) and when you leave us a rating or review, it warms our hearts and our souls. Mm. Our, our NFT souls. <laughs> I was going to make a reference to that that one reviewer who really likes Aaron, but yeah, the NFT souls I think is more relevant. Our <laughs> NFT souls. <laughs> maybe that's uh, maybe that's the next um, from Soft Game uh, NFT souls, <laughs> where where every death just like reduces the value of your blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, They're really going to make you feel the difficulty now, <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, dear. All righty. Anthony, 
What are we here to do? We're finally talking about Street Fighter 6. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, this this one I I don't know if you you were more excited for this or God of War. It feels like probably Ooh. this. Probably this. Um God of War was a big was like a huge thing last year and same with Elden Ring. Those were two games I was like fuck crazy hyped for. I think nothing has topped Street Fighter 6. Street Fighter 6 yeah, no, I I have not touched another game since this camp this came out, and I was really into Tears of the Kingdom, and I've just dropped it. I've gone fuck this game. It's my second. It's probably the second best game of the year I've played. Fuck it. No time for it. I've got to play Street Fighter Six. <laughs> oh, fire out! Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's it's so good to have these games that we're we're pumped for. I think my, my next one will be Spider Man Two. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I I feel your joy. It's 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 so good to see you get what you want, and for it, it sounds like it's been pretty bloody good as well too. So for people who don't know, like, it, give give us a rundown on on Street Fighter Six. Who developed it? Oh, yes. How this thing happened? So <laughs> yeah, so Street Fighter Six has been in the works for a while, as far as we're aware, because Street Fighter Five came out, I think, almost eight years ago now. And we were kind of, I think everyone expected this game to come out 2020. I think between COVID and other things going on behind the scenes at Capcom, it just got delayed until 2023. And and Street Fighter Five, which, yeah, came out 2016. So that's, yeah, like, what, yeah. Seven, seven years ago now. Yeah, which is... Uh, th- that one was not very well liked was it no uh, initial impressions on street fighters 5 are maybe some of the worst impressions i've seen on a fighting game and maybe even no not a, not a capcom game there have definitely been worse initial receptions to a capcom game but it, it was like it was notable for how poorly it was received it basically came out with only uh local versus online and a training mode at release there was basically no single player content, no story mode, no arcade mode, um, barely any other options. It was very, very bare bones. Just not a finished game. It, it, well, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's... To, to go behind the scenes, it literally wasn't. Cap- yeah, Capcom it's... released it early because they needed the money. <laughs> it's it sounds like like Halo Infinite. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like they they they're like, hey, we, we're we're releasing the game. We're just missing. All of these features that'll come in at a later date. Did they charge for any of that stuff when they did bring it in? Thankfully, I'll say this. They did not charge for the extra story mode stuff. Uh, okay. All the arcade mode stuff was just added later in an update. Um, everything, ever like, w- essentially what should have come with the base game was given for free. So, given, like, they did what... Now, was that stuff good in the end? Not really. The arcade mm. mode was not great. The story mode was bad. Um, and some of the other things they've added, while improved the game's, I think, lifetime, were not like were not the huge things I think players were waiting for. We didn't really get to see a lot of the promise of Street Fighter V until the last probably two or three years of its life. Where Okay. Where essentially I think the development team sort of changed hands and the new people who were developing it really wanted to do something new 
um, with the last few seasons of characters and the mix-ups to the sorry the change-ups to the fighting and the 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 changes to um, balance and stuff. These are all fighting game things. It's it basically they they built upon the game to actually make it more fun i think i think that that's the best way to put it they just made it more fun okay so would it be safe to say that the last good street fighter game was number four back in 2008 yeah yeah i i think the the yeah yeah it's it hasn't been a good one like 15 years since you've had a good one yeah the one that (laughs) one that we can just definitively say oh this is a good game on release and we're enjoying this whereas street fighter 5 i think by the end of it you can call it a good game but it took five years for that to happen, and that's you, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good for a game to be good after five years of re- of being released. So that that's kind of the I guess the context of where we're going into this game. I'm trying to remember the the big the big people involved in this game. It's obviously it's obviously developed by Capcom. It's using their in-house RE engine, which is the smartest thing they ever did. <laughs> And Dimps, are you familiar with Dimps? Because it's Dimps. It's, it's... Dimps is a so Dimps did Street Fighter Four, I believe. Um, yep. They they are a I don't know exactly who they are, but they are also develop fighting games. They I think were famously involved in the recent uh, DNF Duel. They were involved in that, which was one of my favorite games or favorite fighting games, I should say, of last year. Uh, very, okay. very similar and, because and it, four, four was a banger. So there yeah. you go. They've, yeah, they, they're, I think they're they they have a understanding of what makes a fighting game feel good just to play, and what mechanics to use and what not to use. And I think that's why they're very they make very fun to play fighting games. I think is uh, what Dimps does. The, the the critics seem to agree with that statement. It's mm. sitting the Metascore right now for the PlayStation Five version is sitting at 92, Ooh. which is insane. Like, that's getting close to Tears of the Kingdom oh, yeah. levels there. The user scores at a 7.4, so I'm curious as to... Maybe there's like a, there's an LGBTQ in there somewhere, so a few people are giving it zeros. <laughs> I, I, might be, I might be able to explain why that is. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that maybe oh, a bit okay, later. Interesting. All right, we'll get into that, that later. And then, uh, yeah, 92% on Open Critic mm. with uh, 98% of critics recommending which that's just absolutely stellar scores across the board. As as a fighting game fan, where if your game gets above us, if your game gets a seven or an eight, that's usually the highest it's going to get. Getting oh, all these nines and especially getting into over ninety is insane. I think, um, like Guilty Gear Strive, which I think is one of the best fighting games of the current generation, I think maxed out at eighty five. So like good like above what other play other games are getting but only at 85 whereas so street fighter getting just 92 i think day one and it's gone up and down i think i've seen it at high as like 80 uh 94 i think at one point and then i think mm. it dipped back down to 92 again um so it's it's insane just how well received this game is critically as well as it sold a million copies in the first week, I think. Not even the first week, in the first weekend, I think. So insane numbers for a fighting game and for a, and for Street Fighter as well. It's like insane. A million copies week one is fucking nuts for a fighting mm. game. Um, and again, especially Street Fighter. Insane numbers. Oh, oh that's awesome. So yeah, how's your time been with it so far? 
it's fucking amazing. It, it is already my game <laughs> of the year. Um, the only, <laughs> the only thing, like, if I play more Tears of the Kingdom or when Spider Man Two comes out, maybe they'll dethrone it. I honestly don't know because I am enjoying everything that this game has to offer. I think everything in the game is great. I think they they they've nailed everything on launch, um, like to a T. And they've they've done so well. There's been like not that it's a huge issue with fighting games, but no major bugs as far as I'm aware. No major issues they've had to fix with like a day two or three patch. As far as I'm aware, I downloaded the day one patch and that's it. I haven't had to download anything. Now that's not saying much. Most games have a day one patch, but usually mm. there's a day two or three patch where they realize, oh, we forgot about that, and then they fix it up later. Nothing so far. It's it's almost been a week, and as far as I'm aware, they're not going to release another patch because everything's working as intended. Everything is working great in this game. So oh. stellar release. One of <laughs> compared to Jedi Fallen Order, which had such a rocky release, this Survivor. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Jedi Survivor having such a rocky release, cutting to Street Fighter Six's immaculate release, like. I'll get into one of the things that blew me away day one, but it is an incredible release. It's again, it's at the very least, it's my fighting game of the year. It's only competition is really Mortal Kombat one, but I don't see that getting even close to this level of enjoyment from me and just the stuff it has on release, all this stuff I fucking love. Yeah. It's, it's my game of the year at the moment and it probably may last until the end of the year at this point. Yeah, well, it's it's nice to hear that it's released in a good condition as well, too. This year's been a little bit of a shaky year with, with releases. There's been some dodgy PC ports and just some dodgy releases in general. So, yeah, it's good to know Absolutely. that you're having a good time with it and it's running smoothly as well. Oh, yeah. So... Mm. Yeah, God, you you were you were so pumped for this. You had had friends over the day it came yes. out. You guys are all playing it. Then you all went home and played it separately because you all want to ch- check out the single player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that like yeah, as as hyped as what you can get. You've got your collector's edition on the way Ev- eventually. <laughs> if somebody picks it up. <laughs> oh, dear. so uh, what what is it about this this title that's sort of uh, that's you 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 play a lot of like what DNF uh, D- Duel DNF I think Duel, is the one that you play on the regular yeah. DNF Duel and Guilty Gear Strive were are probably my most played fighting games I'd say regularly um, mm-hmm. and I play King of Fighters I play. Uh, occasionally some other smaller known ones like your Melty Bloods and um, Under Knights. These are all like lower, not really the big, because the, the big three are your like, um, I'd say your Street Fighter, your Mortal Kombat, and then Tekken. Those are your big okay. free fighting games. And all of them are apparently getting games this year. So <laughs> so what's Street Fighter 6 doing that all these others aren't? So what Street Fighter 6 is doing that I... Really loved, and I, I knew this when I was playing the betas, the open and closed betas. The The mechanics are incredible. So they've taken a little bit of everything. They've taken some of the stuff from Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Street Fighter 3, Street Fighter 4, Street, even some of the stuff from uh, Street Fighter 5. They've taken everything that's worked, and they've made it work together uh, in the new drive system 
which uh, which is essentially your offense, your defense, your everything. It, it it is designed to let you play the way you want to play. Cuz a, a lot of okay. and a lot of people I see mixed opinions on it cuz a lot of people who have only just started playing the game are, are a little confused. They're like, "Do I use it defensively? Do I use it offensively? Like what am I supposed to do?" And I think yeah, the key is use it how you want to. For me, I use it super defensively. I am one of the main things is you can parry, which is where you don't take damage, you block all your opponent's moves, and then you can quickly counter with your own. Uh, the weaknesses you can get thrown out of it. The other big thing is uh, it's called drive impact, which is where you get a little bit of armor, you can go through your opponent's moves, and you can hit them for big damage and then follow up with a combo. So those are those are both examples oh. of offensive and defensive options. And there's there's a whole okay. List so of dr- drive is kind of like it's its own special meter or something in a sense. Okay, yes, I get what you mean, yes. but it can be used. So whenever you parry, you have to use drive, or is it only yes in certain kinds of parries? Uh so there's so you can the way parry works in this game. If people are familiar with Street Fighter Five, uh, sorry, Street Fighter Three, uh, with Street Fighter Three, the way you did that was you had to parry in time with your opponent. Now you can do that in Street Fighter Six. But realistically, you're going to be using the hold down option, which is where you just hold two buttons down or one button if you have it set up that way. You hold down the buttons, you essentially get into a stance, you block their moves, and then you can you can let go and follow up with your own. Um, now, there are videos online of people doing like what's called perfect parries, which is where you do the button mashes in time with your opponent's moves. Um... There really isn't an advantage of this outside of, I think, some combo opportunities. So, really, they're, they're trying to incentivize just, you don't need to learn how to do it perfectly. You, that's just for showing off kind of thing. It, it's, okay. purely a, it's purely a, I could do, I can do this, so I'm going to kind of thing. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, and then there's also other things such as what's called Drive Rush, which is where out of certain moves you can dash straight to your opponent which can you know open up and again new combo opportunities can um prevent your opponent from responding to you if you left them out too long there's um also drive reversal which is where if you block a move you can hit your opponent and again knock them back so that they don't keep like spamming moves at you if you're stuck in the corner again very offensive very defensive they they they've given you the player a lot of opportunities to Play the game how you want to play it and express yourself through your play style. They, mm. They've really tried to open up the game to do... You can do whatever you want to do. If you want to defense the entire time, you can do that. If you want to just, like, you know, throw a bunch of fucking strong moves at your opponent, you can also do that. It really is up to you to use the system to what suits you best. And I, I really love that because I think it allows for, again... Um, unique character interactions where I've had people who don't know how to use the drive system and it's just an easy win. It's so easy because they just, they don't know what they're doing, sadly. But I've had other people who know how to use the system and we both play defensively and they're very tough matches because we're both fully aware of what we can and can't do in the situation and we just keep playing until one of us opens the other up and then bam, that's, it completely changes the game from there. So, would it be safe to say that there's a bit of risk-reward 
there with uh, the, the drive system because yes. say you, you use it defensively, then you're not going to have it later to be able to use it offensively. A hundred percent. Because everything drains a certain amount. Um, mm. The parry like slowly drains over time because the more you use it, the more it drains. Uh, the drive impact, I think, uses one. Drive rush can use between one and three. Drive reversal uses two, I think. So, and then there's another system which uses two as well. So there's there's a yeah, as you say, if you if you're just sticking to the corner defensively the entire time, you'll lose your drive bar, and then you can't do shit, and your opponent's just gonna wipe the floor with you. Um, so yeah, there's also that aspect of if you don't use it, it's and you don't like utilize it in the round you have, it's just gone. You've you've wasted it. And I see that a lot with players too, where again, they don't know how to use it. They'll have the full drive bar at the end of the match because they just didn't use it properly. Yeah, no, I get that though. I do that all <laughs> the time. Like I'll, I'll I'll save up, like saying God of War Ragnarok, I'll save up my rage for when I need <laughs> it, but then I'll end up just having full rage for six hours of gameplay. It's like, well, I, I could have used it probably multiple times at this point, but I just, uh, yeah. I get that. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm sure there's a word for that. There's some kind of psychological phrase to explain why I'm not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm scared of using that that potential. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. very cool. So, is is there anything else that stands out to you in the ga- gameplay? Uh, just in the ga- there's also so if people are familiar with Street Fighter, you're familiar with supers. Um, the supers are now a dedicated bar by themselves. They are not connected to the drive. So that also opens up opportunities. If you're if you're worried, oh, if I use my drive meter, am I going to be able to do a super? It's like, no, they're separate. So that really opens up opportunities as well. You use, let's say, a drive rush to get in on your opponent. That costs you two drive or whatever to do it. You then do a super, which costs you two bars of super. You can have free maximum. Those are separate things. They don't tie into each other directly, as far as I'm aware. So it allows for, again, combo opportunities, allows for unique characterization of how you want to play the game. So there's a lot of, again, very fun, very unique style and um, uh, gameplay mechanics to each, to not only just each person, to each character, because characters all play very differently. Like, I'm not going to get into minutia of, this is how Ryu works, this is how Luke works. Like, n- that's all mm. that's all a bit too much. But I will say, just as a general point, they have really tried to spend time making characters a lot more interesting. Um, again, for that, I don't know what you'd call it, but I guess, yeah, unique unique gameplay where I can play Ryu one way, you could play Ryu a completely different way, and both would be effective. Okay. There, there isn't a... Because with a lot of games, there is a set way you have to play a character. It's like, you have to play Ryu this way because it's the only way that works. Whereas in this okay. game, I think you could play characters very different ways, and they would be just as effective. I, I get what you mean there, but d- does that mean that they've had to sacrifice in order to do that? Have they had to make the movesets a bit more bland in order to, you know, uh, cater to everyone be able to do their own thing with every character? Uh, ironically, no. They've gone the other way. They've juiced up the movesets. They, okay. Ryu, I think, to quote one of my favorite YouTubers... Ryu can do more in this game than he has been ever been able to do in the last 35 years. 
Ryu has more shit in this game than he's ever had. Guile has new moves that are based on what he had in Street Fighter V. Like, Ryu, uh, not Ryu again, uh, Luke, <laughs> who's a new character. Uh, there's a lot of names. Uh, Luke, <laughs> who's a new character. He has a very unique play style that's developed from what he was in Street Fighter V. But again, they've added more. They've changed stuff. Um, very few characters have lost things. Um, I can't even really think of one off the top of my head who lost something coming over to Street Fighter Six. Almost everyone has new stuff. They have new tools to play against and to play with uh, in the game. So that's another reason I love it. They've just added more. They they have not taken away, which so many fighting games do. They take away from the old games because they want to simplify it, which is fine. You can do that. But in this game, they've simplified it without taking away anything. In fact, they've mm. given us, again, more to work with, which I love. Oh, that's awesome. Now, mm-hmm. this is the first Street Fighter on the PlayStation 5 mm-hmm. console. So, this is the one where they're taking the power of that mighty, mighty <sighs> console for that 4K, <laughs> silky, smooth-looking goodness. Now, mm. I have to know... With these capabilities, can you see Ryu's dick outline? Yes! Yes! (laughs) We're finally there, people! We We did it! We did it! Video games are are done. It's all over. (laughs) That's great. My my character arc is complete. Wait, can you actually see his dick outline? I actually have no idea. <laughs> I'd have uh, to go yeah, This guy act, sitting here acting like he hasn't tried. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> zoom and enhance. If I come out of my room and you're on your knees in front of the television, you know, <laughs> with hands above like, your eyes, I, I know on, I what's I going on. <laughs> and you know what? I wouldn't blame you because I'm curious. There, it's interesting that you mentioned yeah the power of the PS5 because this is probably going to get into one of my one of the things that blew my fucking mind on release. So, as with every new game, you get a resolution and performance mode. Just it happens. I will say, as far as I'm aware, on the PS5, um, even in resolution mode, you really only need that. I think for the story mode. If you're playing matches against your friends, I don't think we took it off performance mode. It looked great. Uh, first of all, it looked great, but it played great. I, it might have dropped a few frames here or there, but I nothing that I noticed. If yeah, you're playing a fighting game. If it was going, yeah, if it wasn't keeping a steady frame rate, you'd know. It's like a, a first-person shooter. It's it's so obvious when you don't have a silky yeah. smooth sixty. <laughs> there was um. Yeah, that I bring that up because I played story mode and I had it in performance mode and it ran like shit. Oh. <laughs> you, it, it ran at like 30, which is not good. Okay, so it, it was it was consistent, but it was it was so slow, so sluggish. I had to switch it to performance. Since then had no issues. It doesn't look I don't think it looks as nice as it did oh, pre okay. the switch over. I, th- I thought you said you you played story mode, but in but you're saying you so you you played uh, uh, it was it was on fidelity mode in story mode. Yeah, I didn't change it to fidelity, so sixty frames per second until afterwards. So in story mode, I had it on visuals. It was like four K. It looked really nice. Yep. It ran like complete shit. 
So I had to change it to fidelity, aka yeah, performance, 60 FPS mode. Once I did that, it didn't look as nice, but it ran... I have not had any frame loss. I've not had any delays. It's ran incredibly well, the story mode. I've had no issues since I switched. Um, it's a shame that it doesn't run that way, but considering how the story mode works, I can kind of understand why it has to sacrifice that to get that to work that way. I'm sure on your uh, PCs you can fucks around with the settings to get it to look as nice as possible and run at 60. But on PlayStation and Xbox, I'm assuming, probably the best you're going to do is just flick it over to uh, fidelity slash performance mode and have it running at a 60 FPS the whole time because you can't play fighting games at 30. It doesn't work. Mm, yeah, no, that that makes absolute sense to me. I, I'm mm. 60 frames all the way, no matter what I'm playing. I want that 100. to be in 60. I can I can put up with 30. I feel mm. like 30 would be okay when you're running around the open yeah. world. Oh, that, here we go. That, another joke that we do all the time that I stole from you, Anthony, is oh. truly is the Sonic Frontiers <laughs> of Breath of the Wild, of Tears of the Kingdom, of Elden Ring, of Street Fighter 6... Street Fighter yes. games, fucking hell, I <laughs> fucked it up right at the very end. Oh, no. <laughs> because this is sort of open world, this one. You're like, yeah. you're, the, you're the beefy fighter person, if you choose to be, because you can mm. customize your, your character, right? And you're you're running around an open world. How's, how's all of that stuff been? It's, it's nothing amazing in terms of, you know, I, I was just playing Tears of the Kingdom and playing like God of War earlier this not early this year, but within the last 12 months. So it's not anything like those. You're not going to find rich characters in this world. You're not going to find, like, oh, look at all this stuff I get to explore. But for a fighting game that... And, like, for fighting games that don't traditionally have this kind of open world, I think it's really fun. Um, it is It is very tone accurate. They understood... This is not a serious story. This is not a story that needs to be taken that seriously. Just have goofy, dumb fun. The world... <laughs> Metro City, which is just New York City, but in um, Street Fighter, uh, runs on fighting and no one questions it. And it's my favorite thing ever. Like, everyone's <laughs> like, if you want to go explore, just fucking yell at someone and fight them. Fuck it. Punch them before they have a chance to respond. You're not the aggressor. It's fight city, bitch. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> and, and like everyone just treats it like it's normal. They're just like, ah, yes, of course, fighting. And and these rampant um, thugs who wear cardboard boxes on your head. You know, normal everyday stuff that we have to deal with in here. And I, I, I love that they even have like a thing where you get a, a subway pass to go on the subway, and the guy's like, yeah, it's super violent, but, you know, fuck it, go ahead. <laughs> like, the, the subway's super violent, but fuck it, I can't stop you, go. <laughs> it's, it's, like, okay. it's, it's, it's giving me kind of uh, Yakuza vibes, just with all the wacky sort of shit going on around the big city. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, where it's they don't they don't try to they don't try and like pretend like oh this is a normal world. It's like no, this is a very silly world where silly things happen. Um, yeah. Just in just have fun with that and you'll be okay. And I and the story mode definitely plays on that. You have side missions um, where it's like one of the gang members is you 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 have to like make a bus stop 
to fast travel. So you talk to this guy, he's like, I tried to put my bus stop down, but one of the gang members wanted to fight me. And the gang, you beat up the gang member, and he's like, yeah, I just wanted to be the first person on the bus. <laughs> and it's like, and then you explain to him, oh, we're just putting a bus up here. He's like, wait, so if I'd done that, I would have been the first person on the bus anyway? Ah, uh, damn it. <laughs> and it's just like weird, dumb stuff like that where it, they're not trying to take it, again, you're not going to find deep, rich characters, but you will find funny interactions, some fun scenarios, and re- and what's really important to me personally, a, a story mode that actually teaches you how to play the fucking game you're playing. So many fighting game story modes are just like, whatever, you'll figure it out eventually. This is, they literally have mini games that teach you how to do the mechanics and you earn money based on how well you do. So if you're getting better at the mechanics in the game, you'll get more money. You'll be able to buy like new costumes for your character or gifts for your masters who are all the other Street Fighter characters you can play as in this game. Um... So, yeah, they literally are teaching you how to play the game, which is so useful if you're going to spend 30 hours on a story mode. Like, fucking learn how to play the game, and thank God the game teaches you how to do it. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, nice. So, a lot of people are saying this is the fighting game for the person who doesn't really like fighting games that much, and uh, I think... uh, a lot of that has to do with the story mode. And the story mode is the only thing that sort of has me intrigued more than what I would be with other fighters where, you know, for the most part with me with fighting games, it's just I I play them, check out all the characters. If there's a story mode, I play that and then I get the fuck out of there. But the idea of creating your own character and building out your own moveset based on the other characters' moves... And having a a, sto- a story and a place to explore with progression in the character sounds mm. really cool. I feel like they, they did that a little bit in Injustice because as you would go a through the bit. story, you would level up and you get new gear. But the gear system sucked. I hated it. Yeah. And it really felt like just a way for them to try and push you into the online s- side of things here. Uh, uh. Would you say that's safe to say? Is this one that the normies might be a bit more into? As opposed to the regular fighting games, yeah, I'd say I'd say honestly, it's a game for everyone as always. Um, but I, I definitely could see more, yeah, casual audiences picking this up. I think that's how it that's how it reached a million in the mm. first day, or sorry, first few days was one hundred percent people just picking up. Me picking up two copies. Don't ask why. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think it. I think. Or, actually, that's something we haven't... T- actually, that's the one thing I forgot to talk about in gameplay. Um, you do have two control settings. Uh, there okay. is what's called Modern and Classic. So Classic is your... what If you played Street Fighter V, 4, 3, also just any fighting game, probably more what you're used to is uh, like a light heavy punch, light heavy kick, six button fighter. What Modern Controls does is they've taken the uh, idea of, you know, your Xbox, your PlayStation controller, we want to make it as ergonomic slash easy for new players to pick up and just play. So that's what the modern control scheme is for. Instead of having six buttons, it's really just four, and then your shoulder buttons do all the extra 
fun shit, like I mentioned before, like your drive parry, your drive impact, your your froze, all that kind of stuff. That's what all the the um, the bumpers and the triggers are for. Whereas your face buttons, so your in PlayStation case, square, triangle, circle, cross, that's going to be your punch, your kicks, your hadoukens, or your other special moves. All of that is just in those four buttons now. You don't have to do, you don't have to learn all the different moves. You don't have to learn all the different, um, like, uh, move, uh, command inputs, as they're called, for your character. You can just, uh, think Smash Bros. Think, I push to the left, I press X, I do a, like a big kick. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I'm, that, that sounds amazing to me. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm definitely more of a fan of where they simplify. You being able to do the cool shit like Dragon Ball Fighters, I love that, and you could do so mm-hmm. much cool shit and not be very good at fighting games at all in Dragon Ball Fighters. So, yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's a good thing, not just for obviously you know getting the normies in, but I think it is also good to give people an alternative if they are struggling with the six button controls. I know even for me, someone who loves fighting games, it took me a while to get used to that kind of control system because. You're so used to, oh, press X to jump, press square to punch, press triangle to do a super whatever, press circle maybe to dodge. So given, like, here's six buttons. They all do different kind of punches and kicks. You're going to have to learn different command inputs to even do the supers. To do anything, you're going to need to completely relearn your tool set. Whereas I think this is, again, going for that more casual-minded or maybe new, just new players Mm. of... You've played Smash Bros. or you've played similar fighting games like that. Here's a very simple system, just so you can pick up, play, and have some fun and do some cool shit. And I think that is a very smart thing to do, because otherwise you lose people. You lose people super quickly in fighting games where they're just shown you have to do a fucking pretzel input, as they're called, to do anything. It's like, fuck it, then I'm not going to learn because I don't want to do that. Yeah, oh, no, 100%. I I, I tried playing Tekken 8 because I heard mm-hmm. it was good. And then I looked at the combo list. I was like, holy shit, this looks like homework. This looks Te- like Tekken- when I get my maths back in high school and I got to sit there and memorize shit. No, thank you. You can have that. Um, yeah, I'm all for the simplified fighting system. That sounds yeah. absolutely great. Are you using the classic or are you using the modern? I. I I am too used to classic at this point that actually switching to modern would require me to unlearn things. So yeah. I'll switch to classic. Um, I did I did try I think modern when I did the close beta for an hour or two just to see what it was like, and it's not bad. You can definitely play it, and I think it definitely works for older new players. It's just again I was so used to how I've been playing for the last five ten years this Mm. this one way that to unlearn it is actually more it's actually more complicated for me to unlearn what i've already know to to come to go into a new system so for i think maybe some veteran players simple or modern controls might not be your thing but for new players give it a shot see what works best for you honestly because they both work very well well, the good thing is that they're giving you the choice, and that's the Absolutely. best thing. It's the worst when they, you know, bring something radically new in, and rather than completely, you know, redesigning the whole game around that one thing, they figured out a way to keep them both there and have them both still work. Mm. And I'm assuming you can, you know, fight 
online, one person yeah. modern and one person in classic, and it's not going to be a big deal, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, I don't know how it's going to be in um professional, like uh, pro fighting game uh, circles. I think uh, Capcom's official tournament, um, I'm pretty sure they've said no modern or classic, whatever whatever works for you. As long as you're using like a proper stick and a proper controller, we don't care. So even mm. even the official tournaments are saying, yeah, just use whatever. It's cool, man. Interesting. Okay, mm. nice. So before we did touch on the mm. power of the PlayStation oh, yes. 5. Oh, my God. We're not... <laughs> this is not sponsored. <laughs> of course, I wish... Sony Simps. Sony, Sony give Simps. your bloody money, mate. <laughs> Come on. Now, Anthony, how does Street Fighter Six look? Um, Again, on... Even on 60 FPS mode, it is still a very nice looking game. It it the characters look great. They move obviously in 60 FPS very fluidly. Mm. Everything has nice effects and like um what would you call it? I guess uh just yeah, effects of um either sparks or flames or other just general like aura stuff if you're like, mm. you know, shooting we call it a fireball, but like, you know, Hadouken, where it's got the blue light emanating around it. It hits someone. There's like a little bit of flash on them as it hits. Um, if you do Ken, he has like fire kicks. So the fire off his kicks looks really nice. Um, okay. There's another character who has like wind power. The wind effect looks really nice on her when she's doing like the charge up. So visually, very nice, even in not like 4K highest looking good mode in that mode everything looks really nice like it doesn't run great but it looks really nice um okay the, cool. in, easily the best looking fighting game in terms of this style because obviously there's like anime fighters like guilty gear strive which look amazing mm. but for a different reason whereas street fighter 6 is going for a more realistic look so to speak it's definitely mm. not realistic with um Luke's Popeye arms, as everyone has gone to calling them, with big, big, just <laughs> arms, which like, well, that's not realistic, but it looks real, <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. It's that weird uncanny valley kind of a thing. Absolutely. Um, the the final thing I'll say on the power of the system, uh, which was uh, we, I kept hinting at it, and I never actually got around to it. <laughs> the thing that shocked me day one. So me and my very good mate who I play fighting games with, we were sitting on the couch waiting for our other friend to show up to play with us. We were just running some sets, playing a few games. We hit rematch and we immediately got into the game and I didn't even notice at first. My friend was like, holy shit, did you see that? I'm like, see what? He's like, we're already in the next game. And I'm like, oh shit, we are. Because <laughs> um, even even Guilty Gear Strive, even King of Fighters, all these other games that are optimized for the PS5 and next-gen consoles, none of them have that quick rematching. There's always a second or two of delay. Um, as long as you're not changing characters or stages, this shit is instant. You mm. are in the... If you want to play another match, you are in it. And even online, it's that's it's pretty close. If you have a good connection with someone uh, online, like there's not a lot of delay, you can get in rematches like in in a second. It is insane how quickly the game loads in the map, the characters, all the background details. Because some of these stages can get very intense with all their background 
characters and shifting elements. Like in the Brazil sage, there's a giant snake just curling up a tree. And that's, yeah, and or there's, like, people running along the dock in the Brazil stage. There's, there's like, crazy shit just always happening. Um, and it, the game loads it in no time, and especially locally. We had no delays if we just wanted to rematch. It's just like, go in, you're yeah. going, next game. So, we, uh, rematch completely instant like in a split second um but like a slight you're saying slight loading if you're changing levels or characters yeah, yeah. Well, because do they bother with a loading screen when it's that quick or was it just one of those fade to black things uh no it's it's there's no like it's I don't, as far as i'm aware i'd have to go and check but i haven't noticed it which is i think a good sign uh there's no like fade while you're loading stuff it's just you have to go it's like it'll You'll shift to the select screen where you select the uh, the stuff again, uh, and the game has sort of fake loading screens, is what they're called. So what that means is, when you're first getting into it, there's a small segment where your two characters are walking against each other in like a themed. It's sort of like a think like a pro wrestling walkout if you if you if you know what that is. Where it's oh, like, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Like how they do the character introductions and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which, which is, that's that's a common way to hide loading, put, like, you know, that's, that's what Naughty Dog did with Uncharted. You feel like you're, you're playing that, that game in one without any loading screens whatsoever. They're just hiding it behind those yeah. cutscenes or when you're squeezing through a gap or something like that. But if it's short enough to be, yeah, covered by that, that's that's awesome. And and it's, it's so cool with modern gaming how we can do that. I know playing the PS5 version of Ghost of Tsushima... You're so much more engrossed in it when you ever need to do anything that requires loading. It's just instant like that. Mm-hmm. You, you you don't get that distraction of looking at your phone because you're already in it. <laughs> you're already there doing your next thing. So it really keeps you playing the game. Uh, yeah. So so bloody cool. Um. I, so I think the only thing we haven't really touched on is the sound. So how's the music? Ooh. How's the voice acting? How do they handle those sound effects? So the sound, I'd say the sound effects and the voice acting, I think most people would agree, are very good. The sounds have a very nice, like you know, solid. You feel like when you hit someone, there's like a nice ooh behind it. Mm. Uh, there's like a nice again, um, sting, so to speak, behind every hit, every like special attack, every block. It all feels great. Uh, the voice acting, um, there's a lot of returning voices in this game. Uh, for returning characters, and a lot of new voices, um, which are great to see. Um, it's a great cast, a lot of good voice acting from the English side, which is mainly what I've been listening to. Um, what is interesting, uh, and I noticed this in one of the old trailers where they first showed off the game, they have uh, they have uh, done different lip animations for the Japanese and the English sound, tra- uh, sound um, voice tracks, voice tracks. So if Ryu says something in Japanese the lip flaps will match him as close as they can. And when he says something in English, same thing, but they're completely different lip flaps. They're not the same. Mm. So, so it's not like an old fighting game where the Japanese lip flaps look fine, but the English lip flaps look fucked because they're just trying to match it as close as they can. <laughs> and often they just, you know, eh, it's close enough and they just move on. Whereas I don't know what they did with Street Fighter Five. I don't know if they just took the extra time to animate it better and mm. close up those weird inconsistencies but it it looks really good because so that way if you're playing in japanese or english you're not distracted by 
big mouth Billy Bass like Ryu going. (laughs) That's good to know. I think that it's important that if they ever do do a game of the year edition for Street Fighter Six, that they make sure they put a a quote on the front of the box with like you know five out of five (laughs) lip flaps. Because that's uh, that, that's, that's, that's what my everyone's high thinking. <laughs> Street Fighter Six. I've heard good things, but how are them lip flaps? Mm. Yes, <laughs> we got it. Um, I mean, considering Ghost of Tsushima made you pay for them, <laughs> <laughs> got them. Uh, they got Ryu's dick outline. They got lip flaps. They've got it all. <laughs> they've got it all. The only thing they don't have, um, which is what you brought up, the music. There is a very divisive stance on the music, I think, more than anything else. Um, They've gone for a very different sound for this game. It's, I would call, hip-hop or R&B, I guess, inspired for a lot of the tracks, although not always. Um, And some people really like that. I think a lot of the music sounds really nice. It's really, like, poppy. It makes you go, like, ooh, yeah, we're in a fighting game. I love it. (laughs) But there are some... There are some tracks that definitely stand out a bit um, if you're like, well, I'm used to Ryu's theme. I know what Ryu's song should sound like. So you hear Ryu's new song and it sounds completely different. It arguably is the worst song in the game, I think. Uh, It just, I don't think it works very well for Ryu. I'll agree to that. And I don't know if it's even a good track in general. Like, if you have it on the background when you're fighting someone, it's like, this is not... This is not the best. But then there are other tracks, like I think Juries is incredible. It's a very Blackpink sounding, like very K-pop sounding song. And she is Korean, so it makes sense. So it's this very like heavy, thumping pop like bass. And it, I think it really works for, again, the character and also just like fighting games, is like a fighting game song as well. Mm. There's like um, Chun-Li's song is very good. DJ's song is great. Uh, Marisa, who's my other, was one of my main characters in this game. Another great track. I love it. So the music, depending on who you talk to, is a bit of a mixed bag. Um, some people like it, like me. Other people are not wrongfully not huge fans of the new changes and the new um, identity, I guess, of the Street Fighter soundtrack, sadly. But you can play old music in the game because, you know, they're smart. Okay, nice. So it sounds like the the music is the only sort of uh, uh, criticism that you have for it, really. There, there would have been another one if the game didn't actually have a solution to this problem. So um, right before the game came out, they announced, here's all these additional costumes that the characters can have. Don't these look cool? Isn't Chris-san so cool? <laughs> um, and... I was like, oh, cool, those will come with the game, right? No. Um, if, you, if you're if you going from face value day one launch, you see, oh, these cost fighter coins. Okay, I guess I'll just unlock those throughout the game. No, those are uh, microtransactions, sort of. You have to spend, like, $30 to get, like, a thousand fighter coins, uh. and that way you can unlock them. Now... Oof. That bothered me and would have actually been one of my bigger complaints of this game. However, I found out later that day that you can unlock those costumes for free in the story mode. So there there is actually a reward if you complete the story mode essentially 100%, which is 
hey, do you really like Chun-Li? And you've spent a lot of time, like, learning her moves and doing all that. Now you can unlock her costume because you've spent so long in the story mode. So you can, you don't have to get them, you don't have to pay for them. You only do that if you want them right away. If you just want the costumes, like, you're like, fuck it, I don't care about story mode. I'll spend the extra $10 to get the character costume I want. I'll just get it. You can do that. Um, but for me, I'm 100% just playing through the story mode because I'm loving it so much. And it's not that difficult to get the character costumes. Like, not really. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good the, to hear. Yeah, it, it's, it's relatively simple. I'll say this to everyone. Just look online how to, like, up your friendship with your master as soon as possible. Don't waste your time figuring it out. You're going to waste so much time and effort. Just look up what gifts give the best, um like, friendship level, and just do that. Because yeah. you can unlock, like, a lot of them within hours. I'd Like, not even hours, probably. You can unlock probably a few of them within an hour if you just find the right items and just dish them out to whichever character you're the most interested in. Okay, that's that's reasonable. So you're not going to be grinding there for, you know, 100 hours to get a sense no. of pride and accomplishment and have that skin. Yeah. I, uh, I... Unfortunately, I haven't unlocked any yet myself at the time of this recording. However, I'm already halfway to one of them. And to get the rest of it will probably only take me maybe two more hours. The issue I'm having is I just haven't got the item yet that makes the friendship go up quicker. Once I have that, it'll just go by in like minutes. Because it'll just be like, just buy a bunch of those, up the friendship and get the costume and call it a day. Okay. All right. Yeah. Nice. No. It's. I'm. Yeah. It was. It was the only complaint I had day one was. Ah, oh, this sucks. Like. Uh. And actually, that you mentioned something earlier, and I wanted to address it. The low user scores, or relatively low user scores. I. I think. <laughs> some of those might be people who bought the DLC and are disappointed that the game doesn't just give you shit for it off the bat. Which is a bit of an odd complaint, but I'm not going to get into it. I just thought that was weird. Okay. So, for context, there's two season passes you can get. You can get the regular season pass, which I think is like 40 Australian dollars, maybe 30. And then there's the ultimate pass, as it's called, which is $70, I think, which is what I get when I pre-order the big fuck-off box edition. Um, Now, the $70 edition doesn't come with anything at the moment, which I think people are really gypped about. Because you spend $170 uh, and you don't really get anything else for that $70 you spend. Because mm. it's all stuff that's going to come later. Because it's a se- it's a year one pass. I shouldn't call it season pass. It's a year one pass. So it's a whole year's worth of content, but you don't have anything to show for it right now. And I think some people are mad about that. I don't know if that's the only reason the user scores are so low. But I did see a lot of negative reviews on uh, Steam because people were just like, this is bullshit. I paid $70. I got gypped. Where it's like, it says the content's not releasing for another few months. I don't know what you expect it to happen kind of thing. It's, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, people will find their things to be upset about. And honestly, it's not even that much lower anyway. It's like 7.4. So it's, you know, a couple yeah. of points lower than what the meta score is, you know, opposed, opposed to their 9.2, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? 
Anthony, I'm glad you've had such a good time with with this. It's been a pretty decent year for games. We've had, had our blunders, mm-hmm. but there's been a few gems here or there. And it's good to hear that the fighting mm. game community has certainly, be thrown, certainly been thrown a bone with Street Fighter VI. Uh, do you have any anything left to get off your chest about this one? Uh, not really. I would just... If you are even slightly interested in this game, I would recommend picking it up. Uh, it is a great value for money game which is very rare for fighting games as someone who buys a lot of fighting games i often feel like i spent 70 dollars on this and it's worth maybe 40 Mm. this is this is um 109 or 99 australian and i think it is worth that absolutely between the very very um in-depth story mode the arcade mode the extreme battles which is a new thing they added for single player content to make things a little more fun which is you take your regular fight and you add like a bull that runs through occasionally or oh. bombs that go off and other th- other like just insane things to add to like if you're like hey i'm kind of bored just fighting 1v1 in the normal way it's like here's a different way you can play the game um I love that. and yeah just, and in oh yeah incredible online we didn't really touch on that but the online experience in this game is incredible uh, again, I, I've played matches where it felt like the person was sitting next to me. It's, it is insane how the lag is just not present, assuming you get the right connection. I've also had matches where I could feel the internet fucking draining because it just was trying to keep up with my opponent because their internet was that bad. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say it's my fault. It's all, it's always your fault, the opponent. <laughs> Never me. I'm right. You're wrong. But, <laughs> But the online experience otherwise has been incredible, no complaints. I just really wish they would open up more servers in the world so that Australians aren't playing on the Asian server because sometimes you're fighting someone in, I don't know, Singapore whose internet connection is not great and it's it doesn't play very well. Whereas I've played people in Australia, insane, like nothing, no issues at all. Even, even other fighting games have not had this level of of just no delay, no issues, just perfect out of the gate, online, offline, great characters, great fun mechanics, great music in my opinion, great looking game, great running game. Just It is incredible how well, again, out of the gate, this game just dropped. Because even, even other fighting games I love take a few months to build up to that really like insane level of, oh, look at all this shit you can do. This was just out of the gate. It's already great. And they're just going to keep adding more. We've got a year's worth of content to look forward to. And I am honestly, I'm just so ready for everything this game has for me. So, oh. Oh, that's awesome. It's, I'm glad to hear they've really got that rollback netcode worked mm. out. And for any game that it has online multiplayer to be playing well on release is is a dub in my opinion because things mm-hmm. like as big as call of duty get released and they still have issues with servers even though they release a game every single year um yeah that's really really good to see especially considering that this had unprecedented sales as well one million dollars uh, mm. one million uh, copies that early yeah. on for a fighting game it's 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 unreal um yeah i'm happy for you Anthony, now <laughs> you haven't finished the story mode. Do you think you've played enough to give this a review score? How are you feeling? Uh, I think I can because I I doubt the game's going to change much 
again, the story mode's not that deep, so mm. and, and and I've already gotten a hang of the gameplay and the character, so I feel like I can give this a review even in the short time that I have played it. And for me, it's an easy six reuse out of six dick outlines. Oh, perfect shit. six. <laughs> perfect score. Damn, oh. perfect six for that perfect six inch Ryu dick outline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm, I'm so happy for you, Anthony. I'm glad you've had a good time <laughs> with this one. I've got to play some. We've got to get, got to get Aaron over <laughs> before Aaron, that baby comes. You're not here, but Aaron. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> before that baby comes out, have a mm-hmm. fighting game night. I'm down. I'm oh, yeah, absolutely. Down. Oh, thanks so much, Anthony, for helping me out by recording on a Wednesday night your Street Fighter Six review. Holy shit! By the time <laughs> by the time I edit this one, it's probably going to be around an hour long. I was th- I was thinking oh, oh, yeah. I'll probably go for like half hour or something like that. No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have I have opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Considering I haven't even played the game, so it's <laughs> very mm-hmm. much just pro- pro- uh, prodding and probing. Uh, that is very impressive. You can tell you're definitely very passionate about this one. I'm I'm pumped to put it out there as our mm-hmm. first bonus episode. Anthony, for people who may enjoy your content, which is everybody because it's fantastic, where can they find it? Uh, once again, you can find everything that Jaden and I do over at What Do You Think About This Podcast? Once again, Spotify, um, Apple, uh, over on Twitter at WDYTATpod. Uh, you can contact us for, again, appearing on an episode, you want us to appear on an episode, or just any general queries or you want to chat, hit us up. Hit him up like it's a fighting game. No, don't do that. If you see Anthony in person, <laughs> do not literally hit him up. He, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> he would not enjoy that. Uh. Oh, dearie me. But you know what you can do, though, is hit up those rating and reviews on any podcast that you listen to hopefully if news to reviews is the thing you like to listen to or something you like to listen on the odd occasion that you'll leave us a rating or a review wherever you happen to be listening to the show it's the best way you can help us get into the ears of more peeps anthony i think i think i'm gonna take the words of wisdom for this one i feel like oh. I, I haven't i haven't said enough this episode (laughs) so all i want to say is if you promise the people dick outlines you better give the people dick outlines i bet it like look i'm just this is just a warning really for capcom because i don't actually know the dick outlines not there at this point but i will be inspecting and if i do not see that that helmet (laughs) shape through that cloth I'm going to riot hashtag dick gate or whatever (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh oh dearie me everyone out there don't riot about dick outlines and take care of yourselves and take care of one another